We we are the other reason the other reason Alan and Roger, the other reason is the most people say it's divisive theology, so stay away from it. You are promoting racism in church, but that's not the situation. Yeah. Guy with the blue eyes, no. You know? No, he wasn't. It's like the, the guy, they, they, they try to promote in everything, uh, if it's in the Bible. He's a, he's a white man. Anyway, Mr. Patrick is going to tell us today, and we are going to run with, with it. And when they tell us to stay away from it, we will say no. Uh, Nasa, we will start saying no. <laughs> no. Of course. <laughs> uh, uh, mm-hmm. So that is a good, it was a good discussion with a young man. Who I don't know if we should say escaped uh, the, the, the virus. Um, it is good that and you know reports of our people has been reported as uh, having uh, been infected. I know we have one case in Nigeria right now, uh, in Africa. Uh, social media also had a report uh, that it seems black people uh, are being spared somehow. I don't know if it's genetics or something. <laughs> Where are they not? I like that. 
I like that. Va Casonso. In um how safe are you there? We don't have the Canola virus. Is it Canola? Is it Canola? Corona virus. In Washington DC. Uh, no. No, uh, at the moment we do not and there are not any serious reports that we are aware of. Yeah. So yeah. we yeah. we yeah, yeah, but we we may never know. Maybe we might have some coming through and stuff, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so far yesterday CNN was reporting 63 has been reported in um, in America, uh, 12 here in Canada. So uh, we, we are scared uh, a little bit. Uh, this is especially that we are talking about black people. Sometimes black people, we, 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 we are very... Um, I don't know the right term, Dr. Patrick, I should use, uh, which is not very, very uh, uh, we are not very, who can help me? Uh, you know, when it comes to danger, we don't seem to pay a lot of attention. Uh, for, for some reason, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know the, the, the right we, way, when it comes out here. We, we are not proactive, Roger. Just listen to what the young man was saying about uh, this uh, coronavirus, you know. I remember I asked him a question, I said, what were the protocols that you went through when you reached Lusaka at the airport, from the airport to your home and things like that? Temperature. Temperature, what's that? That you heard about the beach in Bamako. Uh, what do you call it? Before you left China, you explained what you went through. When they left Bangkok, you explained what you went through. When you reached Nairobi, you had to explain what you went through. When you went to Zambia, of course, we lived by faith. They just took temperature and they let you live. Christian nation, no? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just our attitude in general. So today we'll pick up on that just a little bit so that we are prepared. Uh, do, do we have the essentials? in the house in case it is not always just the other guy uh, on cnn who is affected it could come in our neighborhood and we are locked up do we have the needed items in the house you know we are going to push ourselves uh, for our listeners who listen to us on radio and those uh, who call in uh, so that we have something you know enough water in the house enough this enough that uh, let's top top this uh, uh, idea of uh, ah, it's not uh, this is not for me. Ah, black 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 people. I don't know what's wrong with that. Nine zero five nine zero five zero seven zero nine. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, big guy. Uh, you want to it's, say something about my complaining? It's about your black favorite people. nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> There are two things here to the question. First of all, to my uh, brother Nathan, um, Nairobi is in Africa. Eh? So, uh -huh. so when you say that um, 
in in Nairobi they did something, and in in Zambia they didn't do. Lusaka. In Lusaka they didn't do much. When you are answering the question why black people don't care, you kind of Nairobi defeats the question, right? <laughs> the point. So anyway, um, in general, I think uh, Roger's question to me. I see it in so many areas. And the reason it's like that is because for us, it's responsibility given to all is responsibility given to none, right? Um, I think we want to consider everything like it's everyone's responsibility. And when you have you give everyone responsibility because we want to show that we all care. Mm. It gives what they call, like, you know, like when when people are being even like, right? Or anything. Mm. When you, I mean, that happens even anywhere where there is what they call up bystander apathy, where you think someone else would do something right and no one is doing anything but everyone is thinking another one someone will step up that's what happens when you haven't given people specific responsibilities where you just think uh, uh, it's a responsibility for everyone and in in most situations as africans we think it's our responsibility as people to take care of everyone Right, and yet we don't like, take things at an individual level because normally we think being taking things at an individual level in all areas becomes a selfish endeavor. That's just my. Mm. my I, I, I like your analysis. I, I, I like your analysis. Uh, we, we like to to give in in in, in groups. I don't know. If you, if you said in groups, in many. And when we give in many, we give to to, to nobody. Uh, here in the prairies, uh, they say, uh, actually, that probably applies even to white people. They say in the prairies, if you give six people to feed the host, you will find the host dead. Because no one will feed, will feed, the, will feed the host. But this is why uh, at some point we need to talk about this uh, uh, virus and warn ourselves. Yes, it is in in California or it is in where it can come uh, in our yeah. in, 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 in our in our area. It can come. So that, let's okay. have the basics. I mean, she you know b- bottled uh, water. What am I going to buy to today? Uh, there is something else I wanted to bring here. I'll, I'll bring it on on radio. Yeah. Okay. Roger. Uh, yeah, Roger. This is Roger. This is uh, my two cents. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, brother Charlie, and then you come to you. Okay. You, uh, brother Sen, thank you very much and for bringing the young men. Oh, you, you know, it was good. And, uh, uh, you should let him know that. Uh, I think you are mentioning about. Uh, Nothing was mentioned on the uh, ZNBC, the uh, government uh, uh, media. And to encourage the young men to come 
and uh, give them your number, and every time there's a problem to reach out to you guys, and then we can inform the world what's going on. Um, because the, the ZNBC, uh, the men, some men in the uniform, uh, and uh, their first, first priority is the government, it's Mr. The President. Because everywhere he goes, no matter what the first thing, even the uh, uh, the uh, the uh, opposition priority for the, the government is the party in the uh, the incumbent. Another way, you know, the ruling party. So you should encourage the young men to come to us. I mean, to you, and then we can inform the world. Because for me. ZNBC not reporting about uh, uh, the uh, student in China. It was very sad, you know. It's uh, it's uh, where's their priorities uh, as a government for the for the for the for the children. But going back, what Roger you're talking about? Uh, why are we not proactive when it comes to things like this? Uh, they. The way we have started living, especially the new government, this uh, uh, central government, it has done so much damage that even if when you said somebody should receive the uh, uh, the peace to uh, uh, the Nobel uh, Prize, in some circles, yes, okay, yes, in some circles, because you have benefited, but in some circles, especially the way the central government has damaged some cultures. You know, some cultures try, uh, come from some, some somewhere else, and then they'll come and, uh, you know, uh, influence. You know, we, you know, it, 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 the, the current government has, I mean, the way the, the way we have started uh, uh, ruling because we are not proactive about uh, the. I mean, we're not fighting corruption. It has destroyed us because I remember where, and I'm going to be a little bit uh, 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 where I come from. We used to have in Saka. That's where there were discussion about what, I mean, Utala, you know, where all those, you know, to, to prepare for, uh, for unknown, you know. Um, and just to, because of time, you know, just to add a little bit what HIV has done to Zambia, man. <laughs> if you're thinking, especially uh, for myself, <laughs> I go home and I see, uh, I mean, uh, once Yeah, 
avena avena Daniel foot but if you Okay, somebody has got to get noise in their background, please. Okay. Okay, thank you. Uh, when, yeah, when he's saying that the people want to offer help to Zambia or they want to help or whatever, this is what was going through my mind, Musaba and everybody. Do you know that we're actually selective about what kind of help we want? I know that sounds weird. We are selective what kind of help we want. The reason I say that is I'm going to throw this to us. Does Zambia really need another international conference center? I know people are going to say you are being anti progressive <laughs> about progress and stuff like that. Dad, why don't you tell China, okay, Alan, why don't you tell China, Thank you for the offer for the conference center, but I think our greatest need is for you to help us with the drainage system in Osaka. I don't know. Maybe I'm not thinking normal. Does Zambia really need another conference center? Or we need to help with the drainage system? Yeah. Uh, uh, Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. <laughs> Before we go anywhere else, uh, 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 who is on the call? Uh, that was a long introduction, Vayama. Uh, but Alan, uh, very quickly, throw in what yeah. you wanted to say if you have not forgotten. Don't, don't go to the yeah, house. Of, that, that is just the, another <laughs> kind of whimsy uh, uh, that is opening here. Yes. Well, well, I think, um, you know, when um, someone was talking, there are two things that popped up to me. One is my... Uh, my heart a little bit when he said that, look, the plane that came from China through Kenya, Kenya is in Africa, so the assumption, I'm sure what he was trying to hint at is, if they got treatment in Kenya, uh, they are safe as long as they are flying from Kenya to Zambia. So we may not need to do too much. So the question is, if we have planes that are flying direct from China into Osaka, uh, what uh, procedures have been set up to ensure that we are protected? And then secondly, um, Another thing he said that's very, very critical. When you give a problem to everybody, it never gets solved. So in Zambia, one of the things that you don't do is you don't hold anyone accountable. 
Nine subjects, Valanda, Pertanetan, where the Mulungu conference center or another conference center is more important than drainage. Who, which individual needs to get fired for thinking like a dunderhead? So as long as people are held accountable, we keep changing people's things, same things keep happening. Our leadership has to begin to, to fear consequences. They can't just go at the office at 11 a.m. and leave the office by 2.30, having done nothing, looking at problems without analyzing critically what we really needed, what is the depth of the problem, you just come and see Wakateka, Wakateka goes there after Fidiwino, he doesn't fire anybody. Those things, that's what happens in our politics here. If there's an epidemic, whoever is in charge of health and they establish that things have been done to prevent, they get fired. They don't keep the same person. Okay. But today what we are talking about, it is our personal responsibility as far as this virus is concerned. Is it just news? Are we going to listen to it as news or we are going to do something about it? So we'll make sure at the end of the show today, even if we don't do anything about it, we will have something to think about because we need to prepare ourselves. If we were locked down two weeks. Your house is locked up. You are not going to move. Uh, are we ready? Do we have all the necessaries in our house? Uh, that was Musabazi's uh, uh, point, is that if we give the whole community the responsibility, go home and buy, people will feel, hey, 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 hey. But we are saying, look at yourself, mention yourself, your name. Eh? I, Nathan Nkama, do I have enough water in the house? Alan, do I have enough water for my kids in the house if we are locked down? If not, this show from church tomorrow, please pass to the shopping market and buy some water. Buy anything which is non-perishable. Yeah. So that, that is our discussion. We are not going to have a pressure. Today it is our personal responsibility as far as this thing which has come. Are we behaving like it's just on the news or we can be positive and say this thing can come in our house? The, the ones it has visited, they are not any different from us. So it can come. All right, 214, 214, last phone numbers, 1126. Good morning. We're just saying hello. It is good to have people here who come every Saturday, Dr. Patrick. They are so committed every Saturday. I've never seen anything like this, <laughs> but we've been here. 214, 1126. Um, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, who's on the call? Uh, my name is uh, Nyambe. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nyambe, Nyambe. Nyambe, welcome. Thank you. Have you ever been on this uh, radio before? I, I listen every once in a while, yes. He listens behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Hi, Nyambe. <laughs> Hi, Uncle Nathan. How are you doing? Good, okay, good. okay. Good, good to have you. Uh, Oklahoma, this state, uh, usually, you know, it's, it's only a state in the coastal areas. In the middle, uh, you know, we are, we are glad to have you, my brother. We are glad to have you. Dr. Dr. Mosante, good morning. Dr. 
Okay. BKF, talk to me. Good morning, Roger. How are you? I'm, I'm here, my brother. I'm here, and uh, the weather is nice here in Ogotox, nice and sunny. We've never had a, a winter like this one. It's been beautiful. We had one week of minus 30, minus Katwishuko. Uh, from then on, everything snow-wise went to Musawa's area in, in Toronto and Ontario. Uh, and okay. now we are even so, approaching spring. Okay, so, so yeah, I, want, I wanted to make a contribution here. Uh, when you talk yes. about, uh, you know, taking responsibility at a personal level, yes, that is very true, right? But yes. information is power, right? You, exactly. you cannot, uh, protect, you cannot uh, protect yourself against uh, something you don't fully understand, right? Let's talk about the coronavirus. Yes, there's uh, <laughs> news uh, items floating, people are dying, it's killing people and this and that, right? But if you yes. don't know how, how you can contract the coronavirus, it's not easy to prepare yourself. That's why uh, we have a Ministry of Health with professionals. You see that with the technocrats that understand these things. Those are the people that need to prepare the citizenry. You see, the, 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 like I said, the only way that I can personally prepare myself fully, because mm-hmm. I don't want to just buy maybe a face mask. What if that's not enough? What if uh, I need, uh, you know, some kind of uh, spray to guard myself against uh, this virus or, you know, things like that? So why uh, the Ministry of Health must play a critical role. The Ministry of Health must establish guidelines, procedures, uh, work with uh, the airlines, work with the immigration, customs, you name it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. When such, a, such and such a plane arrives, this is the procedure to take. Uh, this is how you test these people, you quarantine these people. Those are the things that need to come from the ministry because those are professionals. They are closer to this information than you and I, right? For you and I, we'll, we'll probably, we, you know, we might even end up spreading falsehood, right? <laughs> because we don't know. And this, this goes back to what I've always said on the show. Systems, systems, systems. If we have systems in place, We'd be able to disseminate the right information at the right time. Uh, we'd be able to prevent people from contracting uh, the disease. But uh, without a system, this is the result. There's no preparedness. You see, we, we have cholera outbreaks. How many times have we had uh, cholera outbreaks in Zambia? Have we put in mitigation measures to say, guys, this is how cholera you know, spreads. This is how it's uh, contracted and this and that. So in such and such a season, this is uh, what you guys need to do. We don't have those things. We are more reactive than proactive, you see. So that's why that ministry must play a critical role in sensitizing the people about the coronavirus. That ministry must put in place measures that uh, everybody has to adhere to. The airline industry, they have to adhere to that. Uh, The... The, the immigration officials, they have to ad- adhere to that. Thank you, Roger. In the, in the absence of an active government, uh, Kelvin, what do you suggest the people uh, of Zambia do? By the way, uh, the emphasis I was putting, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, today we are talking to ourselves here in the, in, in the diaspora. Are we getting ready 
everyone wants to supply maybe paper, you can say, oh, now masks are going to be in demand. Where can I find masks to sell to Zambians who might need them? Mm. That's what I'm talking about. When we start waiting that the ministry will do something, my friend Kelvin. <laughs> okay. But Musabali <laughs> and I are speaking the same language, right? We can't wait for the ministry because of one thing I said. There's no system in place, right? There's probably no motivation like you put it. You and I are talking about the same thing. Now, when it comes to, when it comes to you know, uh, masks being sold by private companies, of course, in a situation like ours, uh, the first responder, quite frankly, is government. You see, government should be able to procure those things. And then, uh, uh, as a measure of, of emergency, any emergency situation, government plays a role, even here in the U.S., you see that? Uh, look at Katrina. What happened? Who were the first responders? Government. You see, Musala. Then these private companies jump in and say, oh, great, here's an opportunity. Because for them, it's profit-driven. The intentions are profit-driven, not government. You see that? So you and I are basically speaking the same language when we say uh, there's no system in place. Uh, there's nobody charged with such a responsibility. You see that? As soon as uh, the outbreak was heard in China, somebody within the government should have sat down to think, guys, uh, people travel, you know, every day to and from is, uh, What are the chances? What are the chances? Just real quick. What, what are the chances that uh, uh, somebody will fly into Zambia and they have this virus? Go ahead, Roger. Yeah, Kelvin, you know, this is why uh, I've said the experience we have, we members of the diaspora, you know, we are listening every day. Is it uh, uh, a governor, Florida governor, is talking about the hurricane is coming, a prepare, do this, do this. Um, how we are told to respect pedestrians on the road. You, you know, several things. This is our experience as members of the diaspora. Back home, the attitude to things like this, uh, Kelvin, is not just there. That's just a fact. Whether the government or the people, uh, look at the way the minibus is driving uh, uh, through the zebra crossing while the kids are there. There is even a government, and the yep. kids are in danger. Uh -huh. And I can only look yep. somewhere else. You know, I can only look somewhere else. So the entire, it's not just the entire system of what? This is where we come in as a small radio as we are, as members of the diaspora, as members of the diaspora on, the, on, on Facebook or on Twitter, where this is our, our time to say something. Yeah, right? Definitely, we have to respect society's, so, society's attitudes. Society's attitudes are formulated by the laws in place and how enforceable those laws are. The example you have given, right? Do, do we see any, any police officer standing at a pedestrian crossing, monitoring such situations and finding uh, drivers that are contravening uh, you know, those laws? No. If we did that on a regular, if we did that on a regular, if we did that on a regular basis, trust me. I saw that I was in Kitwe. I'm trying to cross here from uh, City Square to, to, to go all the way to ShopRite. And the car had the priority over me on a pedestrian crossing uh, section. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. guess what? They have put traffic lights, which regulate uh, 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 traffic, human traffic and uh, you know, uh, motor traffic, right? 
uh, it gave uh, priority to us, the pedestrians. Green, we start crossing. The guy is coming, just uh, uh, taking over everything. But if there was an officer there, chase this guy, stop him, find him right there. People will stop as we go because they get accustomed. Look at the speed limits here. You have, uh, you have uh, traffic officers uh, stationed on the highway just watching uh, the flow of traffic. <laughs> Any contravention, okay. they chase you, they stop you. So people, it, it's engraved in people's minds that, look, if the speed limit is 70, uh, I'm not going to go over 70 or over 80. Well, uh, can you remember, that, that is the same attitude we are trying to say. Uh, if we say our government or our people back home will implement some of these things, uh, we will have a lot of people. Hey, I tell them somebody, hey, a lot of our people will die. A lot of our people die. Let's uh, 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 sing this song. Uh, if we are talking to our people, let's tell them. Is there anywhere you can find a mask? You know, this thing might come, might affect you. Are you ready? You know, mm. it's one person at a time. We may not talk to the entire country, but let's do our best. Let's do our level best on a on a personal level, talking to 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 to, to our families. That that is that is our our, our point. Uh, brother Noel, good morning. Okay, brother Noel has uh, has dropped. Noah. There is yes, a question morning, for you. Good morning, everyone. I'm listening and I'm on the road. Yeah, there is a question for you. I know noise. you are listening. You were born on February 29th. Since February 29th only happens once in in a blue moon, how, how yeah. do you celebrate your birthday? Yeah, actually, that was just a, it's a little prank that I posted. Actually, my birthday is in September. So I forgot <laughs> to close it out on Facebook. So... But I I I welcome the the the, the, the warm wishes. <laughs> Where is Nathan? Nathan, did you hear what he said to you? I'm here. Did you hear what he, he, he has done to you? I heard. I heard. Anyway, we we shall leave it alone. He's a young brother to Ed Galungu. We understand. Yeah. No. When I saw that, I didn't know how to respond, so I just decided to keep quiet. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't yes, say no, you didn't say yes So you didn't lie Oh, I see Let, let, <laughs> let, let me, okay, no, I safe travels wherever you are going uh, I don't know how many people watched the Senate hearing of the Department of the Secretary of Homeland Security here Did you see that? Say it again, Nathan I don't know how many of us watched the hearing, Senate hearing of the Homeland uh, Secretary of the Homeland Security. I watched the uh, clips, just a few clips they were they were showing. I missed it. I missed it. The reason I'm, okay, if you even if you just watch the clips, the point I'm trying to bring here is that uh, those are elected officials, right? Okay, back home we call them MPs. We don't have Senate or whatever. So the senators and the Congress are representatives of the people, and they are asking, let's call him the Minister of Health, like uh, Kelvin has said in Zambia, to say, how prepared are we for this? You saw those were the Republicans putting this guy in big trouble. How many masks? 
Are we ready for this? Do we have this? What is the situation on this, on that, okay? And like Kelvin has said, government is the first responder to national or natural disasters in the country. So I think the question we need to ask ourselves, I know the, the, the issue is what you're trying to push, Roger, is the component of personal responsibility. There is an element of where the citizens can take personal responsibility, and there is also the aspect where government has to take care of its citizens. You've heard it said many times during the American uh, elections when they are campaigning. The first priority of the American president is to protect the citizens, the U.S. citizens. So in this situation, what is government doing to ensure that, and we are very polarized, we are very vulnerable. You heard what Blessing said, that student from who is a student in China and has gone back home. You heard what he said. He took personal responsibility and quarantined or what locked himself up when he reached home. Did he say 10 days? I can't remember. Government hasn't done anything about that. If it was here, that young boy would probably an analyst on one of the networks to comment on this thing. You all know what I'm talking about. Andrew Young was dropped out of the presidential election. Now he's a political whatever on CNN. That's the point I'm trying to make. So I think there is a point to which our elected officials also need to step up and begin to demand some of these things. In as much as that young those people in Osaka, Kitwendola, wherever may have access to Google, my auntie Nikashkishi doesn't have Google. You see what I'm going to say? Roger, Nathan, I agree with you. And the question, Roger, I have is, if uh, those Zambian students in China have been evacuated to Zambia, were their procedures when they arrived at Osaka International Airport, right, to quarantine those people? Were there some no, they are not. You see, so if they are not, <laughs> it, it goes back to lack of systems, lack of procedures in Zambia where, okay, we've evacuated the, our citizens uh, from China because of the coronavirus. So you can't sit and think and say, oh, what if uh, one of our people has this virus and it's just, uh, you know, uh, beginning to manifest? What, what, what risk exposure is this causing to, you know, citizens that don't have the virus? You see that? Yeah, because, uh, ポンナザ、ピッチャーのコメント。ミスターメタラ。ミスターメタラ。ミスターメタラ。ミスターメタラ。ミスターメタラ。ミスターメタラ。ミスターメタラ。ミスターメタラ。ミスターメタラ。
Now, if people that go to China are within number one to 20, are from these officials, they can simply call and say, I want my son or my daughter back. At what rate can the ambassador refuse, knowing that uh, he, he or she can be checked out, record, because it can be said either they are stubborn or whatever. The minister who is a cousin to the president has requested for the daughter or the son to come back. Now, when that person comes back, it's the same thing. Without being quarantined, you risk the whole country because of just somebody who is a minister of foreign affairs or deputy minister or has a daughter or whatever. We should look at these things. This is the cost of even either side, side effects of corruption. Because how you get your daughter or your sister or your nephew and that number one to 20 bursaries to China, there's a way that you do that. And the same person who has the effect to demand an ambassador to just bring somebody back. I'm not saying that she has done that, but I know that if that comes in, she has no choice but to do that. And the whole country could be having... This coronavirus, based on one minister who was put in because they won a by-election and somebody wants to show somebody something and they appoint, but they have a nephew or niece, and that portfolio carries weight, who can dictate to ambassador. So it's on us, the citizens, that should demand. I've got a friend of mine who has a son who came back from China. That's why I know exactly. Of course, it was coming from an area which was not affected, but we see the four cases in America here, how they're coming in. They had no contact with the ship, no contact with China, but they have coronavirus. So at what rate could my friend's child have that coronavirus? Secondly, at what rate would the minister dictate or not dictate? So that's just what I can comment on that. Quick, quick, quick question, Roger. Um, let me ask this question. Uh, wait, okay, wait. Nyambe, when you traveled to Asia, was that before or after the coronavirus breakout? Uh, that was be- that was before the coronavirus. Okay, that was before. Okay, I just wanted to find out what protocols you went through when you came back or whatever. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Roger, can I make a can I make a, on your point, please? Uh, let, 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 let's uh, move on, Let's move on. I'll come very back very fast. to you. No, no, very fast. It's going to be very fast. Uh, okay. If, because we have to to ask ourselves, and we have to have an honest conversation on ourselves, and we have to change the narrative. Not even and but if you want to enjoy this life and especially the age that we have we have lived, you know, we should not be compromising some in some things. Don't, don't, don't go wrong. Go, go straight it, to the point, Jam. Go, go straight to okay. the point. Okay. Okay. If this was if we were still colonized by by Brit, by the British, I don't think we'll be talking about that, that student of uh, of uh, of all that uh, blessings. The narrative would have been totally different, and nobody's going to argue we do the math. Okay. And uh, I was uh, this weekend. Uh, I was blessed to hang out with uh, two friends, American friends. We went on a trip, and we are faced with a, with a challenge. And uh, one of them says, "Oh, I have everything." Then after we we solved that problem, he came with me. Are you ready for this uh, coronavirus? And I told him, "Said you know, uh, kind of. I do have a iodine." But he, him, he said, "I'll stay in my house for six months." 
I'll never come out because I'm I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Rosa. You know, and uh, I hang out with a friend from Zimbabwe, which we met in Congo uh, uh, when I was, I was doing mission uh, in, uh, in, uh, in 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 Congo, and. Uh, we were talking about, would you ever go to Zimbabwe? He said, no, they're not going to accept me. You know, but he's a nice guy. And the reason I'm bringing up that, because we went to talk about uh, when Zimbabwe had sanctioned. You know, they had to use co- uh, cooking oil and they were surviving. And they, they, he fought in a Rhodesian army uh, 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 and, you know, the, the way they took care of him. So we have to change the narrative. And the way we're going to change the narrative, yeah. this current government... This current government, we have to... No, don't go to government. Yeah, stay with us. Stay with us. Okay. Stay with us. No. Stay with us. Okay. Okay. Don't go to forget okay. government. Stay with us. For, for us, for us right now, the narrative here is going to be what, what government we want next, next time. Not how they're going to do things or some, something. Let's talk like we are talking about the, the government that we want in the future, you know? And test anybody who's going to come here and force us out to think. And uh, don't compromise. Be with yourself and think about it. And if someone's going to support your, your thing, that's a person we're going to go on that side. You know, this current government, no matter what we suggest and everything, they have failed. You know, they have failed. In the, even if we give them a second chance, even if we give them 10 years, they have failed. You know, for that student to come and ask to talk to the, the, the way... They're talking, and we have to have... My view is that the governments, even the governments here, they are, they are composed by people like you and I. They are shaped by attitudes from people like you and I. If we, if we, 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 we demand that there be a police a person at a crossing, trust me, even the Zambian government, they, they, they'll do it. Uh, but because of our attitudes, ourselves, we the people, first and foremost, and this is what Musawa was saying, because we want to transfer all the time responsibility to others, we find ourselves not doing even the basic mm. things we need to do. We don't do it. Mm. Because we want to transfer responsibility to other people. So, yeah, government, let, let, let's blame them. But there should be time when we ourselves should say, have, have, have I done my, my, my part? Okay, we, we, we've done about this issue. issue. Let's move on. Let's move on, guys. The, the, the <laughs> people have information uh, about how HIV is contracted, but uh, things still keep happening. Are we still going back to the government? Are we still blaming them? Let's What's move on. What's that? I'm saying, Roger is very right. Uh, uh, people have information about how HIV is contracted. Right? Have we, yes. Are we seeing a reduction? No. The people you talk to on the ground, you know what they say? You talk to somebody in Zambia, ah, you were no baurex, risky, and What do we want the government to do? <laughs> At some point, hey, I agree, Roger, I mean, it has to be personal responsibility. Hmm? Uh, Dr. Patrick will come at the uh, bottom of the hour there. Uh, blacks in the Bible, stay there, stay tuned, uh, because a lot of us have read the Bible, and rarely do we see uh, black people or the, the visions we have, uh, our pastors have given us, uh, you know, the only white Jews there. 
so so we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, like I also wants to to throw in uh, one cent here, then we'll move into another yeah. another d- d- discussion. Um, yeah, I, I think that I think that when it comes to the coronavirus and the potential impact in Zambia, mm-hmm. uh, it's very premature for us to uh, point a finger at government uh, because we know that there is a, the office of disaster management in Zambia also, and I think I think the office of the vice president. I don't know if it's still functional. But we used to have it. If there's cholera, uh, different departments, Ministry of Health, and that disaster management, uh, whatever, if there is uh, um, uh, red locusts coming to eat stuff, if there's a, a health crisis like that. Yeah, so, but within the Republic of Zambia, we don't have an outbreak of anything that we can point a finger. The government has not done this. The government has not done this. But I think that what we can look at is the, Did the, you say we the don't have an thing. outbreak of anything? Just after we don't, have an out, we don't have an outbreak of the coronavirus in Zambia. So we cannot oh, point at efficiency or lack of efficiency for the government. But what we can point to is um, the, the structure of decision-making and how we operate. For example, here in the United States, we have FEMA. And once there is a potential crisis, uh, because there is research-based decision-making and funding uh, to prevent uh, catastrophes and crises and also other departments of government functioning together. We are able to catch and isolate and, uh, the incidences and make sure uh, uh, we have information about that. So what, what I'm just trying to say is uh, we do, uh, for, from the perspective of leadership in Zambia, we do the firefighting type. You know, uh, but we don't do, uh, you know, kind of um, uh, research-based decision-making where we can look at an issue and anticipate danger and move against that to protect people and to move. Even this time, the, the issue of, of, of gassing is all firefighting. Uh, you know, let's find out. Oh, we'll catch it. We'll come there and stuff like that. So if blank heads leading, uh, and we need research-based, uh, research-based uh, type of, um, of, of, of leadership, but on the specifics, we can't say the government has failed on the coronavirus. We don't have an outbreak of coronavirus in Zambia. So uh, maybe what we can say, yes, maybe what we can say is uh, what is government doing about it? Maybe the government is doing something about it, but how are they communicating? Uh, because I, I just heard uh, from the last show that actually the government, the, these people in uh, the embassy, has been very involved and there's some form of communication going on. So there are steps being taken. Maybe we can also uh, collect more information on certain things. That, that would help us to pinpoint where we can lay blame and demand improvement. Doc, respectfully, uh, there were some uh, contradictions in your, in your statements there. Uh, when you uh-huh. bring in, uh, you absorb government and then uh, give an example of FEMA, then you bring in uh, DMMU. I think to me there's some uh, some uh, some element of contradiction. What we're saying is, where, where, uh, where government should be okay. So government should be a first responder. Government should be able to disseminate that information. Whether there's no outbreak of uh, coronavirus in Zambia today, no. Government must give that information of how to prevent that from happening. I gave uh, I gave uh, uh, an example of uh, the Ministry of uh, Health working working with uh, the airlines, uh, the the immigration uh, officers how to handle such situations. We have to be more preventive than reactive. 
That's, that, 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 that should just be the point right there. Government, yes, we're not saying they, they've made a, a mistake here and there, but all we're saying is how prepared are we? What information have we received from those charged with yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so the, the, the contradiction then is not there. You're agreeing with me about lack of research-based mm -hmm. decision-making, mm -hmm. which anticipates problems. You know, so there, there, okay, so, so there is no... research-based thing is on who? Government, right? It's a, it's, no, it's, a, it's, a lead, it's a leadership issue. It's a leadership issue. And you see, uh, you know, um, you know, you know, if if if, if you uh, from the leadership perspective you don't place value on research, then we are lost. Yeah. So it's a leadership issue. There can be a leadership issue. There can be improvement. But on the issue of the coronavirus, I would like us to have some humility. There is not an outbreak of coronavirus in Zambia for us to point a finger at the government and 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 propagate failure. No. Uh, well, uh, uh, you know what the people are talking about in terms of uh, uh, the Zambian government is the, the recognition of the problem and the dissemination of information and preparing the people on what to do when you feel something of that sort. They are not ready to do that. Uh, if you remember very much, Bingo. Yeah. It was not raining when Noah built the ark. You I like it? Yes. It, yeah. Yes. So the preparation of the people is what is lacking. The Thank voice government that would tell. The young man, I, I just remember one name. I think Malumbula could blessing Nabukombe. The young man asked yeah. the question, where would you rather be in this situation? I would rather be in China. Because you remember what you were saying. They are testing people in a different way, even before going to the airport, they are testing them. Even so, it is different from back home. Temperature. So, you know, what would you say? How many people would go in? Uh, one of us here has mentioned community-based infection. We are, we are having one in the in Oregon, one in California, one in Washington State. If that started in Zambia, how far would it go before it stops? Those are the things the government should be able to start educating people about. The young man said he self-quarantined himself when he got to Zambia. Mm. How many people mm. think that they can do self-quarantine? In my mind, that, Dr. Kalond. Yes. You yeah, know? there's one thing that the, when we say government, 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 it's not everything government can do, but government has its own obligation. We know that Kalonde Kechaya, as I'm talking about, is from, from Norway. You see, there are some things that the government must do. Like the public health. Public health is a pursuit for the government to disseminate. It's not for individuals. It's quite difficult for public health to be handled by individuals. 
So that's why people are pointing at the government. They're not pointing at the government that it has failed. It hasn't failed yet. But the eminence of failing if something like that happens seems to be more likely to happen. That's why people are worried.
And if you are not prepared for that, once it breaks down, break, uh, uh, breaks up, there will be no gloves in Zambia. There will be no such uh, masks in Zambia. Moreover, he told me that it's becoming difficult to find them because they are supposed to come from China. And the, she's insisting to look at the American one, the, the M3, because they are stronger and they are better than the Chinese one. So don't just talk up with Kopo Fianama and the beans. <laughs> so, so as he has said here, gloves, let's, let's see what we can do. Uh, if they were to put in the list of priorities, Wakalonde, masks are like number one. We should have, uh, yes. uh, we should procure some, uh, some masks uh, if, 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 if we can. Uh, this thing is on TV, but the way it's coming, uh, we, we don't want any one of us to be caught unaware. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Akalote, for, for that. Um, those who, who, uh, who can share other stuff, you can uh, Google what, what the professionals are saying you want to share. Please uh, uh, share with us either on Facebook and uh, a lot of us can share or on WhatsApp. Let, let's share this, inform this information. Yeah. Uh, again, on the bottom of the hour, Dr. Patrick will be, will, will be coming. Uh, one of the things, uh, Nathan, we have talked about on this radio, uh, again, okay, this is related to, uh, Musawa, this is related to uh, the, the virus, uh, although not going to be the virus. It is how the stock market has dropped in the um, uh, last three, three days or, 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 or so. And on this radio, this small broadcast, we've always said, how is it that the whole genius S, they all genius world. They are all uh, dependent on China. And one of the things they are talking about, it is how, uh, say, starting April or May, a lot of things will, will be shorted because uh, the, supply, uh, the supply lines have stopped. Nothing is coming from China. We haven't felt the impact yet. Uh, but um, uh, in the next, in April and May, a lot of things. Uh, China one is not making a lot of things are, are not on the sea. Uh, those lines are. The question we have been asking is uh, how is it, Musawa, that the whole entire world we've dependent on China this this way? Uh, we can't seem to figure out. Uh, could we? I don't know. Start having some opportunities maybe in Africa to say, oh, we can be the alternative. What say you, Mr. Now, I mean, it's the the question is like multifaceted, right? Um, because it didn't yeah, just happen. Are. Questions over. are always like that. It's, it wasn't. It just didn't start like that. Again, um, it's very similar um, to what we're talking about. If you look at China, for example, China just captured from other places. And, and when something like this happens, it also contributes to other places to move to move in faster, right? As as to try and steal the business from others, right? Um, because China did not just um, 
how can I put it? China did not just happen like in at one time. China has had a history of people being manufacturing things on their own, and then you see there was Japan, then there's Korea, and then there's other countries that uh, were taking over. But as soon as it starts getting expensive, right, they started moving into China. And you have seen, like, if you see, I think, Ethiopia and Swaziland and I think mm -hmm. Rwanda, they are, trying to, yes, they, are, yes. they are beginning to take some of the manufacturing work from China. I like that. But that, I like that, that, yes. was, that, was, that was a long-term view, right? But this mm -hmm. corona, uh, coronavirus is very abrupt, you know? But it being abrupt also is a good thing because most of this equipment that is used for a lot of things, right, uh, already exists. However, right, however, there is an however, according to the Google CEO, what he said that it's not just having the equipment is not enough. That's the advantage China has over other yes. countries in the world, right? Mm. Um, because... Uh, the equipment, any country can actually get equipment and be able to produce what China produces. But China has people that are, are craftsmen in a way, right? Unlike any other country in the world, you see? And that's why China has an advantage. So there's this risk that for a long time, if this thing continues for a long time, there could be a problem. A big problem because trust me you can't just move equipment even to the US even the United States you can't just move uh, certain equipment to the US to manufacture there there are certain things no matter how they try they can't make it so that's the problem that's there and that's why the stock market is failing Nathan, I don't know if you, you remember, uh, I don't know if it was time of, uh, is it SARS, uh, where they had uh, either SARS or China was sneezing, uh, sneezing some so, so slow growth and uh, uh, the market started to be affected. So we said on this radio, how is it that the entire world has put uh, uh, all the eggs in one basket? So, Musaba, I'll come back to you and then others will. So for how long? Yes, we cannot just go and buy a machine from China and bring it to Zambia and start There is a lot of things. But for how long? Doesn't this present enough warnings to the people, big governments and small governments alike? One day we will go in the deep with China and everyone will be dead, will be lost. There will be nothing. For how long are we going to wait for the warnings? What kind of warnings are we waiting for so that we can wake up? Uh, you, you see, the, it's not just a question of waking up. You see, there are certain things. It's like Manchester United, they see Barcelona play, right? <laughs> they want to play like them. But you don't have the players to play like Barcelona. So it's, it's not like people don't know, countries don't know. Countries know. You see, the... The Chinese, what the, no matter what people say about the Chinese, right? What I like about the Chinese is their willingness to do anything under any given circumstances. You see what I mean? And the, their willingness to 
to replicate things, to do things that uh, that um, I, I don't, don't want to, to do. <laughs> I, I don't. Yes, others don't want to do, and then under certain conditions that others are not willing to do them. You see what I mean? Yes. And that's why, yes. for example, in Zambia, it looks very harsh, and and that's why that's why I give them a pass. You see what I mean? Like. When you see like uh, the Chinese doing certain things, they're saying, oh, the Zambians are doing like this. Zambians are complaining. If you look, you are going to find that there are actually other Chinese who are doing exactly the same thing that the Zambians are saying, we can't do this in a certain way. You see what I mean? If you look at other, other, other groups of people in Zambia, they are just there pointing that do this, do that, do this, do that. The Chinese are, are not like that. And, and, and for that, they have acquired certain skills. And, and I'm not saying this. There's a video. Maybe I'll share it with you. Because they were asking the Apple guy, how come, depending on China. They said they have tried. They have tried to do these things and somewhere else. And they'll fail to get the people that can do them the way the Chinese do it. In terms of a combination of, of a lot of things, not just cheap labor. If it was just cheap labor, trust me. <laughs> Zambia will oh, be the top of the list to, to manufacture things, but it's not just can, cheap can labor, I, and that's where the problem is. Can I, can I add yeah. something to what you are saying? Basically, yeah, go ahead. What China, did, what China did during the Chairman Mao time, and the, through their cultural perspective, the way they grew up, the way they did things, that's the same way North Korea has done things. They have militarized the manufacturing industry. Everybody looks at it from a command order, you see, whereby they have to do it. We, instead, here in the Western life, we see Kelvin, why am I doing this? Why doc? You see, but in the Chinese life... What time is lunch, lunch time? Yeah, when in Chinese life, what Mr. is saying is correct, whereby things that you and me don't want to do, they'll do it. To them, they look at it like it's an order. We have to do this. It's now become cultural for them to try everything and do this. In our case, we are going to struggle because we have that mentality of Mlempela Singa, they look at, the, at their payments, can I survive on this amount? They survive on it, and they You know, uh, we have You see? If you look at Chinese, yeah, if you look at Chinese vacationers, Chinese vacationers mostly are old people, not yes. young people. You see? Not young people. Chinese vacationers are all. You find them in Las Vegas. You find them in Hollywood taking pictures uh, on the, 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 the stars, whatever. That's what they do. But the young men are busy doing the manufacturing that you guys don't want to do. You guys, the young ones are the ones that go on vacation. You see? That is the difference. They have militarized their industry whereby they even sometimes 
they are going to be making, I have a video where they were making iron. They stand outside in a line. Then they start walking, running to their station. And they start at the same time when things start moving. That is how they've developed their industry. That's why we've become dependent on them. Yeah. And it's going to stay like that for quite some time. For a long, long time. Uh, I, I agree with those sentiments. I, I, I work, some of the people uh, I work with, uh, they are Vietnamese. You see all these people, all non-Vietnamese, they are always getting fired. The whites, they are fired. The blacks, they, they, they never get fired. Once they put on the station in Musava, it is to work. They don't ask questions whether they are. They don't like it. They are not unhappy. They just there. You can't match. You can't match that. Dr. Patrick, I'll be I'll be coming to you, but I want to to be reporting to you every every, every weekend, as as you know. Um, there's quite a number of things that I wanted to look at today. Uh, yesterday, Dr. Patrick. If you are listening, I was uh, talking to Musawa. Uh, on our group, we have 11, 11, 11,000 members who have joined. And I gave him, on that God thing, I gave him an average uh, of about the farmers who are joining have 10 goats each, on average, or zero. Uh, 10 average. Uh, maybe one has got 100, the other one has got two. But out of 11,000, uh, those who have joined, on average, Dr. Patrick, um, people have got only 10 goats, 10 goats in, Zamb in Zambia. What does that tell you? It appears to warrant an, an association, an organization, so that the the organization can represent uh, the numbers of goats that are available, even if you have one goat or 100 goats, you need okay. representation. And I, I think this would be a good way of um, uh, of um, gathering the ideas and concerns of many from one. So I think that would be a, an approach to to organize. The, mm -hmm. the goat farmers. Okay, like I said, I'll be reporting every uh, very soon. I, I, I think Block Talk Radio is going to be uh, bringing a very big announcement um, uh, regarding that. So uh, join us every week. Every week there, there should be an announcement. As a, as a radio, we have stepped up, Dr. Patrick, in a big, big, big way. Uh, if you thought you were proud of us, oh, you you'll be you'll be amazed, Doctor Patrick. You you'll be, you'll be Roger. Amazed. Yes, Doctor Patrick. I I am I am extremely proud of uh, of you, brothers and sisters. I mean, I am. And whoever is selected, whoever is selected by the the organization of of um of goat herders, make sure yes. or work on them getting um, visas and passports. Because these yes, are the people yes, that yes, ideally yes, we yes, would yes, like yes, to yes, have yes, received a yes. trainer trainer. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay, people, people are listening here. Um, because 
again we emphasize why there was the, you know other sentiments oh africa is uh, america is not big uh, on the broad one but the the, the practices msava uh, good practices uh, are found here so if our people can learn how to do things from here and then combine them with the african way of uh, growing their, their goats we may just be on top of the market um, our friends in South Africa are the only ones, I think, from Africa. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw, was it Kelvin? If you saw Namibia. Namibia became the first country to export meat to United States, Macaroni. Namibia was there. Who, who saw that one? You know, Namibia was the first country to export yeah, meat. Yeah, I saw it. You saw that one? Yeah to the United yes, States of America, you know? So if, if we start by understanding the standards here, by everything, sooner or later, this is the biggest market. We were talking about China, you know? China, Trump has been kicking China every right and center. China doesn't seem to act up because they know, you know, this is the biggest market. Okay. So... Uh, Dr. Patrick, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on on that one. Um, I've got two 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 many things here. Uh, last week we had a very passionate discussion here uh, on uh, HH on on gassing Nathan. Uh, uh, I don't. Uh, I I think we we made a conclusion. A lot of us we were not happy with it. Our PF, our uh, our young man here in Renaway, uh, but uh, I like HH was uh, very passionate when he delivered his speech. But we thank God uh, those threats have gone down. Uh, they, they, they've gone down. We don't know who caused that problem. Well, me I know who caused that problem. So that problem has has gone down. Of they brought fear in the in, in the nation. So that one has. We thank God. Um, who wants to say something about uh, the you know I, 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 the professors here? Where, where are the professors? Wakalonde, Nava, Nava Kasonso. You are the professors here. Uh, I really thought about this. Uh, quite a bit, actually. Our uh, university professors in Zambia uh, were not paid. They, they are not. Go I don't know if they are not going to be paid, or they, are, they haven't been paid. Um, uh, was that January? January pay. And the excuse the government are giving is the gassing. Or well, we used up the, the money to fight uh, the gassing, the gassing issue. Question about as a country, as a society. How can the whole individual with a PhD be reduced to this level? Um, to be honest with you, uh, it's a very sad situation uh, where, whereby people are, are working without being paid. Uh, it's not only the invasive people and the uh, PhD is not really 
make somebody different from uh, the person who works for the council or the person who works for Tazara who has not been paid for six months, nine months. Uh, the University of Zambia and the, your friends, your friends, you guys here, your hero, uh, your Mufrila friend, the Minister of Education, what is he doing? The Minister of Higher Education. He's the one who gave that, uh, that statement. He's the one who gave that statement. We use the banner. No, you should put, you should put the word stupid in front, stupid statement. Because it is really a stupid statement to come from somebody who has been to school to say that uh, these people are not going to be paid because we use money for gassing. The budget is made when? Tell me when the budget is made in that country. They make a budget every weekend. That is, those are stupid statements that cannot be accepted anywhere on earth. Uh, we have emergencies everywhere. You see? But for someone to come and say there is an excuse of uh, gassing, and that gassing, how much money was spent on the gassing? That anybody has put down on the table to say we've spent so much. Why should yeah, this yeah. be money from the Minister of Education? Why should this be money from the Minister of Education instead of coming from the Minister of Health or Minister of Defense or Minister of Home Affairs? How did Minister of Education come in? Nothing. Roger. This is the, this shows how how they how they have devalued education in Zambia. It's of no those are the ways I want to hear. Those are the ways I want to to hear. It is of no value. Those are the ways I want to hear. Roger. Devaluation devaluation of uh, education. I mean, it's just a while ago we were talking in Zambia and you were talking about China and how we cannot compete. Uh, those yeah, are the words yeah. I, w- I would like to hear. Say, say yeah. uh, go ahead, Kelvin. Uh, um, so, so earlier, earlier I said uh, I would like to be like Dr. Kalonde when I grow up. I take that back. Dr. Kalonde, I would not use the word stupid to, to describe uh, Brian Mushimba's uh, statement. I would say irresponsible. And this is why. Uh, when you question uh, if there's uh, a budget or not, you and I know, Dr. Kalonde, since time immemorial, uh, a, a large chunk of Zambia's budget is is funded by what? Donors or well-wishers, you see? So when, when the, if, if in your home you, you make a $2,000 budget and I have to fund uh, 60% of that. In your mind, because these things have been happening, you're saying, hey, you know what? I'll still meet my obligations because uh, Kelvin will send me his uh, 80%, you know? And then I don't send you 80%. I send you 40%. So that right there creates a huge problem for you. And this issue is not new in Zambia, where workers cannot be paid on payday. Workers are being paid 
180 days later, which is very, very sad. You see, what we, what we must try to focus on is, yes, when they're creating that budget, that budget which has to go to salaries must be internally sourced. At least 100% of it must be internally sourced. Because if within that budget we're saying we'll pay salaries out of what we'll receive from well-wishers, that's a wrong platform altogether. You see, because if that money is not remitted on time or if uh, there are certain conditions attached and said you didn't meet this condition, that's why we are always falling into budget shortfalls. That budget presented uh, in Parliament, not just on paper. You ask uh, any finance minister since uh, 1964, right, if they ever had all the money they said they were going to spend as a country. They didn't, you see. So we need to move away from this dependency that this country, when they give us, will pay here, will do this, will do that. It's ridiculous. It's also ridiculous to push out nurses, uh, teachers, you know, uh, into, into industry when you don't, one, you don't have uh, uh, jobs for them, two, uh, you don't have uh, money to pay them even if uh, you, you employed them, you see. It, I don't know what we can't understand about, uh, you know, where we are as a country. To me, I think uh, when they sit and talk about this constitution, it must be in the constitution or some laws in Zambia to say it's an offense not to pay an employee on the day that the money is due. If they're not paid, they can sue you in court, period. I like that. Because this nonsense is so annoying. Can you imagine how many phone calls I get because somebody is saying, oh, I can't pay the school fees because we haven't been paid. Five, ten phone calls. Where, where am I going to get the money? I need life uh, to live here as well. You see? It's annoying, very annoying. That was very irresponsible by Brian, uh, by his standards. He should not have even involved himself in such a, such a conversation. You see? It's, it was very, very irresponsible. They need to figure this out. Roger, can I say something? Good afternoon, Doc. Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead, Mr. Okay. Uh, first of all, point of correction. I think I, I heard you refer to me. Maybe I heard wrong. Refer to me as a professor. Phone you, we are quite a corona. Coronavirus. Hello? Yeah, go, go ahead. I'll pick up with you. Okay. So, you know, I wanted to clarify that I'm not a professor because I think you refer to me as a professor. The second part... No, not you. I think okay. what, what, Brian, what Brian said... Um, first of all, we have to understand how these things are, are written. And Brian was accurate when he said that the Ministry of Education did not receive grants from Ministry of Finance. So the Ministry of Finance gives money to ministries, right? And then I'm sure there was, he was trying to add, I don't know if it's him or the whole committee, to try to justify. Maybe that's the reason they were given. You see what I mean? So it's not like Ministry of Education had the money and then they used it. No. He actually stated that we did not get the money. So they did not get the money from the Ministry of Finance. I think it's better if we are looking at it from that angle. It, it paints a different picture than to just say that 
Ministry of Education used money on gassing. That's, that, of course, is misleading, but I don't think that's what happened. No, the, the thing is, the money which was meant to cover to the ministry was diverted to fight gas. Yes. That, that's the fury we are saying, uh, Mustafa. He should not no, even have brought but that's the what he was told, though. I'm saying that's it what he was told. This is not defending him. That's how I read it. Because someone forwarded me the ad in the paper, right? That's how I read it. If if you are told that you are not going to get the money because of this, what are you going to say? No, you, he's smart enough. He has a PhD. We expect uh, better brains than that. He shouldn't have come to report to the people, literally. You see that? He should have used a smarter way to say, oh, we haven't received the grant. Uh, once we receive the be diplomatic. Once we receive the grant, we'll be able to, you know, fund these salaries, this and that. How do you literally come and say uh, um, The good question Roger asked, uh, I think it's my idol, Dr. Dr. Kalonde, is how much <laughs> was spent? Uh, how much was spent on uh, gassing? Which is very true, guys. gassing. And the other, the, 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 the other point you brought uh, to Dr. Patrick here, uh, Kelvin, which was uh, also critical, it is uh, uh, those with business minds, you know, owners uh, should be sourcing uh, these uh, payments, uh, salaries, uh, from somewhere else. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how they can start raising, but this is one thing I think we should brainstorm. Think about the way wounds uh, uh, can, 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 can be raising this money. Uh, maybe we need okay. to, to learn other, uh, uh, Musaba, you can help us with your uh, friend. Uh, tell us what is the, the plural for for yeah, yeah. 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 That's I'm looking at Sorry. I'm looking at the situation. I'm, I'm looking at this situation where very quickly I know we need to go to Dr. Patrick. I'm looking at this situation from this point of view. I don't understand why we have a budget shortfall when we just had other sources of revenue for government established in the country not very long ago. We get second jobs to supplement the income we are making, right? Did you see, did, what I'm trying to say to you is that you build tolls on all the major roads in Zambia. You are collecting this revenue, which was in billions, according to last year's report. Why are you having a short from the budget? That's just a thought. If you heard what uh, Kelvin was saying, our budget is uh, 70%.
And I want to apply that statement to government. You don't run business, a government with your emotions. You run big government with your head. What that guy made, the, the Minister of Education, was a ministerial statement. Ministerial statements are a representation of the thought process and the pattern of thinking and planning of the central government. So, you know, he could have a PhD, but we also have to ask ourselves, is a PhD in what and from where? If it's a PhD in civil engineering, then it has to do with structural development. It's not like a PhD in education from Dr. Kalonde. He can inform us about education because his PhD is in that field. Uh, you know, so we also have to learn a, a little bit of a, how we negotiate the concept of specialization amongst the researchers. We have to respect all of them, but respect must be domain-specific. And two, if the ministerial statement was to the effect that that is what they are doing, the money that they can put for people's salaries is diverted from a, 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 a rising a crisis, then they are showing us what we have always said on this show. We are having empty head governing the country. Uh, when we have a crisis in the country, that crisis must have its own budget. And you can't say, no, we diverted this money to go and do that. That is robbery. And that is an ethical. Uh, that's an ethical. You cannot starve people who have worked. And then you're going to say, we took that money for that and stuff like that. So, And then this whole concept of the government coming up to say that they can solve the nation's problems on poor people's salaries. It's just poor governance. They don't know what they're doing. They're excited about big jobs and the titles and all those kind of things. But it, 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 they, are, they are clearly D-level and they are playing in A-League. This is the 21st century. The Republic can be organized. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Where is it? I mean, some things don't just make any sense. Some things don't make any sense. Dr. Patrick... We have. Uh, please don't go away, uh, so that uh, you, you know the truth. Uh, a lot of uh, us, when we see uh, characters in the Bible, we only see white people there. So, Dr. Patrick, as we end uh, the uh, Black History Month um, today, which is 29 February, we want to hear about the blacks in the Bible. Dr. Patrick, the floor is yours. Tell us about the blacks in the in the Bible. I don't know if you want to begin with the number, how many they were, or the floor is yours. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to talk about this very important um, subject and about this very important book. The... the the way I began with um, talking about blacks in the in the Bible, I began at the beginning, which is, and I use references, biblical references, to support what I'm going to share with everyone. If you date back to 60,000, 60,000 B.C., the first man the skull of the first man was found and it was discovered in Africa and this first skull was reconstructed and published in the National Geographic and when this skull was reconstructed 
it had African features, dark complexion, which attests to the first man being of color, being a black African man. So take that in mind. You fast forward to to Genesis, and I'm only going to cover uh, uh, just Genesis 1 and 2. So you fast forward to Genesis, when uh, Genesis 1, 26 to 27, and Genesis 2 to 7, and our, our brothers and sisters can follow this or look it up, but you can hear that God made Adam and Eve, or Adam, man of dust. Now, you look around, you'll only find brown dust, black dust, dark brown dust, dark red dust, but you don't find white dust unless you go to a white beach. But generally speaking, 99% of the dust that we're talking about are of color, brown. And then you look at, and God made man of his own image. So if the first man was found to be 60,000 years past, then the first man is of God's image, which is black, African. Then you look at the Garden of Eden talking about Genesis 2, 10 through 14. And you ask yourself the question is, this first man, Adam, came out of Eden. So you're looking at one river, according to the Bible, one river going out of Eden and split into four rivers, going to three landmass. So we're, again, we're coming out of Africa. So one of the rivers is Pison, second river is Gihon, third river is Hadekio, and the fourth river is Euphrates. And they go to three landmass, Havilah, Ethiopia, which in the Bible, in some Bibles it says Ethiopia, other Bibles it says Cush. It's the same thing. Cush is Ethiopia, Ethiopia is Cush. And then the third landmass is Assyria, which is Iraq. So we're talking about one river splitting into four. Pizan, as as you will read in the Bible, is a land of gold, onyx, and bedillum. There's only one place where you can find all of this material, and this material is in South Africa. And the river Pizan is the Orange River. If you look at Gihon, Gihon is the Nile River. If you look at Hadekiel, Hadekiel is the Tigris River, and the Euphrates is the Euphrates River that we know to this day. So we're looking at a river coming out of Africa, going to South Africa, going to Ethiopia, and going to Iraq, which is Assyria. So we're talking about a people of color, Black people, Africans, going to these three regions. Now, that's just just for and just speaking of Genesis. 
So from Genesis throughout the Pentateuch, the first books, five books of Moses, we are talking about black people. There's no mention of white people in the first five books of Moses. So follow with me. We, we wanted to talk about, or we wanted to talk about the white race or Caucasian. Let's begin with a black man. Uh, we're talking about Lamarck. Lamarck went to his father, father Methuselah, and he complained about his son Noah. And this is this particular um, discussion is for. Uh, our brother who was on the show a week ago talking about albinism. If everyone would take the time, if they have a piece of paper in front of them with a, with a pen or pencil, draw in front of them a box with four squares and then put on the top of the box a capital B and a small B in the other line of boxes. And then next to it, put a capital B and a small B. So your box should be a large B, a small B on the top, and a large B, small B on the side. And what we're talking about is genetics. And what we're talking about is, uh, I think it was Dr. Musanje mentioned last week about uh, melanin. Melanin is the color that gives color to the skin. If you have little melanin in your cells, melanocytes, then you have little to no color in your skin. If you have a varying degrees to a large degree of melanin in your in your skin, melanocytes, then you are or you have color. So let's look at the capital B and the small b, the box that you drew, and the b, and the small b. If you put the b, capital B, and the b together, you're talking about your genes. You always have two genes. You get one set of sex genes from your parent, from your mother, and one from your father. So you have, and you bring them together, you have b and b, capital B and small b. So what we're going to do now is we're going to talk about Lamarck running back, or not running back, but going to his father, Methuselah, and in shock and dismay and talking about how white his son is, Noah. Could, and he's asking how white and why is he so white? The answer is, is when you match the genes that I've talked about, the B and the small b, is if you have in your first box, you have a capital B and a capital B. You have two capital Bs. Whenever you see a B, a capital B, it's dominant, meaning that that's the color you're going to see. So a capital B is black, a dominant color. Small b is a recessive. You won't get the color if you see a small b. The first box, you have two capital Bs. The second box on the same line, next, you have a capital B and a small B. That's still dominant. You still have color. The next row of boxes, on the side, you have a small B, 
and then on the top you have a capital B. So you have a capital B and a small B. That's still dominant. But what we are looking at now is when you have a small B matching up with a small B. That's recessive. You don't have color. So in Lamarck's family or parents, there is a dominant B and a B, small B, and then there is uh, the mother is a dominant B and a small B. They both have color, but when they made it, one of their children was small B, small B, that gave you a white baby without color. That's Noah. So now, so now you move on to Noah having his children. You have Shem, you have Japheth, and you have Ham. Ham was the progenitor of the blacks in Africa. Shem, the progenitor of blacks going up into Assyria. Japheth was the person that received the recessive gene. And his recessive gene, white children, moved up into Europe. That's the origin of white folks moving into Europe out of Africa. Noah. That's the the children of Noah. And then as we begin to discuss more, we talk about Ham's children. But mind you, all that I've spoken of in Genesis, all the way to Moses, all the way to to Noah, Moses, Abraham, these are black people, people of color. They come from the same progeny of Adam and Eve, progeny of Enoch, progeny of Lamarck, progeny of Methuselah, progeny of Abraham. All of these people okay, Dr. coming Dr. out Patrick. of... Yes. Uh, we've got a, a closing warning here. I'll I, 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 I play your recording again next week. Yes. And okay. then uh, you conclude. Okay. Excellent. You conclude uh, Excellent. Ne- ne- next week. Yeah. Okay. So remember, yeah. Re- remember uh, brothers go and ahead, sisters. Go remember, ahead. brothers and sisters, we're still talking about blacks in the Bible, and I've not mentioned any white folks yet. No, I like that. I like that. Okay, uh, people, we were passionate. We talked about uh, the virus, uh, which has uh, plagued the world. So let's do something about it. Uh, our education institution in Zambia is waiting for us to do something. And Dr. Patrick has shared uh, uh, things sometimes we don't pay attention to. Have a good weekend, everyone. Uh, we meet next week. Thank you so much. Something in your world. Manco Sunga Monga, you 
tisa monga ndiwe wanchito Munyumba mwako monga ndiwe wanchito Nisa kusunga kwino Nikonde kochabe pangono Nisa kusunga kwino Nikonde kochabe pangono